0: Wow, the working of the Holy Spirit is so rich. It's so, man, I'm telling you, it was fun having you up here. It was beautiful. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Jesus. I just love this camp thing, this camp spirit. I, Let me let me start with this from Smith Wigglesworth. Smart water. So you read Smith Wigglesworth and, and you can take these, these in like Kindle just, just put in Smith Wigglesworth and even if you don't want to purchase anything you can read the first several chapters and what you're doing is you're infusing yourself with faith. It's, just all, it's all he did. And so what his statement was is that the Holy Spirit what his statement was is that you will become big huge on the inside think about it you know what i feel like when we're all worshiping together it's like the bigness inside of our spirit just starts going Ugh, and everybody you know people look at me and say why are you happy all the time why what, what what's up with you and i say i'm big on the inside and it just has to come out. That's what the Holy Spirit is. Here's what Smith said: A faint-hearted, a faint heart can never have a gift. If you're always saying, "I'm tired," "I can't do this," "I can't go another mile," "I can't," "I can't," and, and I'm not even talking about Copenhagen, yeah. You know, Copenhagen, I can anyway, forget. Yeah, Yeah, you got to laugh a little bit too. We do, we got to laugh. We have to have fun while we're doing this thing. Because it's so fun. A faint heart cannot have a gift. Or if you have it, you won't be using it because you're complaining about something. Think about it. There are two essentials, and this this wraps up the heart of what I want to share in 30 minutes here. There are two things essential, love, faith which works by love, and two, determination, a boldness of faith. So if you're taking notes, I promise you, you will get some gems, or maybe you want to go back and listen. I have some really, really life-changing stuff for you. So back in January, I was sitting with Steve and Joyce and, and, and uh, people on Wednesday morning, and God gave me this vision, and I want to share it with you today to start with. I think you got it up there, it's starts in red. It's called The Lion and the Lamb. Phil? (laughs) I made it really easy for you today. I know the last time I drove you crazy. (sighs) I saw two clear scenes. The first had fair weather conditions and I saw a lamb that had weathered many seasons. I saw a banner captioned over the top of this lamb, and it was humility, long-suffering, and patience. The lamb was lying down and had a very interesting characteristic. He had paws. He was laying down, and his paw was over his eyes. And his nose. Not in shame, but in humility. Though paws are not natural for a lamb, it was as if Isaiah 53 was unfolding in front of me. And I will read it. He was despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrow acquainted with grief. And he hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted yet he opened not his mouth. He was as a lamb, and in this picture, listen, with pause, to the slaughter. As a sheep before the shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. It was so cool when I read this then. Then I turned and the scene changed and the lamb, the sheep, so whatever, at what, whatever point Jesus turned into a sheep, <coughs> he transformed into a lion. And There's several songs about this, lion and the lamb, uh, and I, I bet you Joshua sang it Gee, that's one of his favorite songs, I know. I believe the paws represent a lamb that would be a lion. And the suffering of Christ would be the roaring resurrection. His paw, his paws were over his mouth as he was submitted to his father. The lion rose up. The scene became dark. The scene became dark. COVID, the scene became lies. The scene became yucky, icky, mucky, junkie, nucky stuff. (laughs) And the warfare was the theme. Can anybody disagree with that? Would anybody disagree with that? The banner then over him had changed, and it was power, authority, victorious. The power and the revelation in the story and for TCC, that long suffering and patience. Would well, that define kind of a man named Steve that has kind of led you for 87 years? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I respect him so much. You have no idea the power of patience, the power of endurance, the power of not giving up. Those who overcome will receive. You read all those things in Revelations. You have to not give up. You have to not faint. You have to keep sin out. You have to keep purity in. You have to keep God's word and his truth in front of you. Tim, right? Starting with me. Did I end this? Uh, we will surge into a storm to the end of the ages and we will be led by the lion of the tribe of Judah and everybody said, oh, yeah. he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Yes. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> Number one, three things. And I, just your testimonies this morning. Just love him, but you have to hold on to it. So these two verses, go ahead, Phil. Phil, Isaiah sixty-six two and I, Psalm fifty-one seventeen. So the first word, and I've been dwelling on this, and so I'll give you a little uh, key. Do you? Uh, I found this book about fifteen years ago, and it's called "The Beauty of Christ Through Holiness." Once again. All you have to do is go to his website, K.P. uh G.P.A. Gospel for Asia. Anybody heard of it? Well, write it down, Gospel for Asia, and type in the beauty of Christ through brokenness. I read it four or five times a year. It, you can read it in about 10, 15 minutes. As I go through this message here in the next half hour, I want you to see the picture of Jesus the Lamb of God and he's crouched down and, he's, and his paws, the, the Lamb's paws are down over his face, and over his mouth and he's worshiping his Father. He's worshiping him. He's broken. Now, now, anybody who's listening and and hears the word broken, and you're going like this, and you're going, oh no, no, no. I have been broken too many times. I've been cursed. I've been hurt. I've been swung at. I've been I've been hurt physically, sexually, mentally, emotionally. I'm not doing this broken thing. Then you don't understand. Jesus will heal you of trauma. He will heal you of pain. Of of the things that people have done to you, the things that your generation, the things that grandpa and uh, great grandpa have done to you. He'll, He'll heal that. But your posture is humility. Your posture is brokenness. That's why when you're afraid to do something, raise your hands or lay down or kneel or come forward or do whatever in worship, you have to ask the Lord about that. You have no idea when people are leading worship here when you take a step forward. You, there's something that God sees when you take a step forward. So you define brokenness for you because I can't define it for you. It will be different. It will look different for you. I'm just telling you, it's, it's, today it is the most important thing that you can know. I'm telling you. Let's read these two scriptures, sixty-six two, of Isaiah. These are the ones that look. These are the ones that I look on with grace, favor. Those who are humble and contrite, and those who tremble at my word. Go ahead and say Amen. amen. And then Psalm fifty-one seventeen. At the end of this message, you're going to say. Wow, Tim really made this stuff simple today. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is gonna be really simple. Number one, brokenness. As Psalm 51, 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. Once again, look at me. You say, I don't think broken sounds good. Well, what if you were a horse? He thinks the same thing. Any questions, Diane? She would not argue with you. I love Heather and Diane. I love them dealing with horses, because anyway, how about my tree? I have a tree that hasn't produced any apples for six years and this ap- apple guy talked to me and he says, here's what you do. You take a chain and you beat it with your chain. I don't know why I said that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Why? Because the trauma will cause it to bear fruit. Now, I am still don't know if I'm going to use a chain or a bat. I'm not sure what I'm going to use, honey. Pray for me that day. <laughs> Can you just see me? <laughs> Start crying. <laughs> this poor little tree. The one next to it this, this year has like four Hundred apples on it. I'm not joking. You should come look at it. It's bulging, and it's sitting there going the other way. ni. Nee, 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 nee. <laughs> it's twenty. It's uh, fifteen feet away. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I think you get the point, right? He will not despise one who is broken and contrite. Contrition spoken of is something God likes, and it is linked to humility. So exactly what does God mean by contrite? You're gonna have to figure it out. I know what it means for me. And it means like that, getting down, blinding myself to anything, and then becoming big. This is one of the phrases of the morning, becoming big from my spirit. How big is your spirit? How big is your spirit? When you speak, are you speaking from your spirit? And when, the, when, when you walk into a room, how does he know who you are? How does the enemy know who you are? Is your foot on his neck? Yes. Does that happen every morning? Another quick, uh, this is not in the notes. Listen, melted, only melted gold is minted, only moistened clay received the mold, only softened wax, I love this one, only softened wax received the seal, the king's seal. Only a contrite and a broken heart receives the mark of the potter being turned on the wheel. So I'm going to take another three or five minutes and I'm going to give you three examples of brokenness. The first one is a man. It's in Genesis. We're not going there, but I just want to talk to you a few minutes. Genesis 32. A man named... Deceiver. Jacob. Jacob. What was your name? My seventh grade teacher called me Devil. (laughs) And then he said to my parents, He's a devil one day, and he's an angel the next. But you know what? I changed. You know what my spirit looked like then? Like a little pea sitting in there. Now my spirit is bigger. My spirit has learned how to dominate, and my life is not the same. Are you out there? Amen. Jacob was called deceiver, and that was his lot in life. Everything he did, every every time he turned, something deceiving, conniving was going on, until the moment. That he wrestled with God, and God broke his hip, and he walked for the rest of his life you say, well that's not healing, oh yeah, it was because he came, he became one of the stalwarts of the Abraham, Isaac, and Israel his, his name changed to blessing. your name has to change it 's just that simple you 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 have to you have to change from a pea spirit to a giant spirit. I should say it a different way. Spirit the size of a pea uh, to a giant spirit. You can laugh. You, come on, crowd. It's okay out there. God is good. He wants to change us. At that moment when he was wrestling with God, just think of it. Think of what? Second person was the woman who came with the alabaster. And the key word in the whole story is broken, and that is in Mark chapter 14. One of my favorite stories there's absolutely because it's about worship. First of all, the boldness to walk into that door and how many? Half of the crowd, half of the people sitting, dining with Jesus were going, I'm gonna throw up, do you know who that is? Every spirit, religious spirit, rose up on the inside, of every judging spirit rose up on the inside of those people and it even came out in their conversation. Jesus, don't you know what she is? Her name is adultery, her name is filth, her name is yuck, and it ain't gonna change. And Jesus said, why do you think, he didn't say this, but this is what was going on. Why do you think I came? I didn't come for the whole. I didn't come and, and, most, and the most unholy of all is these religious bigots sitting here with me. Ever since she walked in the door, she has worshipped me, she wiped her feet with my tears, washed her, 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 my feet with her tears, and dried it with her hair. She broke a year's salary today, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars worth. and she broke the bottle, and she poured it on me, and, and go, go read it. She poured it on his head. I went back and read that a couple, a couple of weeks ago, and I said, did she really do that? I mean, this is weird. V- Great, fragrant oil. She did everything, she did everything. She gave it, she broke. And Kaylee, when I was speaking to you, I, I didn't have words, but I know God was doing something. It was kind of funny when we walked over there, I was praying for some people, and I passed her up, and I think I saw her going, well, Uncle Tim. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. But I saw, I saw an, an impartation going into her as she goes. Why? Because she's not known as the most bold person in the world. But really, how many times have I been blessed watching her dance in brokenness? Did she care about you at that moment? No, she did How does God reward us through brokenness? I love you, King. I do. He's dressed you beautifully. I love you, Johan. I love you. love you all. Thank you, God. And the third is a prodigal son. You talk about broken, sucking on a corn cob. That's what it says. My money is gone. All the girls have fled because I don't have no more money. Wow. Jesus helped us. And so the moment in time when he was broken, he was broken and it wasn't a bad thing. And all he saw is himself running to Papa and saying, could I just be your servant? I'll I'll sleep in the servant's quarters. I I don't need anything special. I I don't want pig slop anymore. And that's a very powerful, biblical, prophetic proverb for someone who's backsliding. A pig. A pig with a Silver ring in his nose. Honor. I've I, I, I broken, and I've I, I broken so that you can put me back together, Jesus, so that I can fulfill the destiny in my life. Number two, we've covered this this morning. Uh, Baptized in the Holy Spirit. Number one, broken. Number two, baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I'll just read Matthew 3.11, and I'm winding down another 10, 15 minutes here. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Which one of you received your prayer language this week? You? Yeah? And as you were talking, you, and, uh, when, when you were talking about this How do I, Lord? Let me say this properly. You won't continually, you won't continually be baptized in the Holy Spirit again, but you will continue. How many of you that are baptized in the Holy Spirit could tell them that they will continue to be? See, so you put your flesh down, and then you, then your spirit becomes large, and you can't help but pray in tongues and pray in the Holy Spirit. That's the way this works. Can I, can, I, can I make it clear for you? As you already know, this thing is not cool to most churches, it's not cool to most people, and to most people, someone who speaks in tongues is an absolute freak. It's literally one of the greatest gifts ever when we go to heaven and we walk into the door and we'll be doing a thousand different things. But if we could ask one question, what in the world was this tongues thing all about? Well, he'll, the, an angel or Jesus or whoever's talking to you will say, it is literally the greatest gift I have ever given to mankind. With the Holy Spirit, of course. But the tongues is a sign. Wisdom is a sign. Word of knowledge is a sign, word of understanding, word of wisdom. Like to simply be seeing you guys all come up here praying over those kids. I just saw it, and so then we did it. That was the word of the Lord. That's God. That can happen. Why? Because your spirit becomes big. Your spirit is huge. Your spirit dominates. Your spirit prays. I like being around Phyllis, cause cause you're big. In your spirit, you might not be huge, you know, stature, but your spirit is big, and she, she can't sit down when she prays. That's funny. We're in prayer. She's, she's standing up. She's going like this. She's, oh, I'm sorry. No, stand up, because that's all you see. Her, her spirit is big. That's what being filled with the Holy Spirit is. Number one, brokenness. Number two, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you what Schmidt Wigglesworth has to say. If you know the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the word of God, never rest until God gives it to you. Talk about you guys that haven't received it. And don't try to figure it out. I could go on 10 minutes about this, but I'm not gonna, but... If you're very intelligent, extremely intelligent, the baptism of the Holy Spirit will be very difficult for you. That's why it wasn't a problem for me. (laughs) So it it was wonderful. Easy, easy peasy. Tim, how would you like to receive the Holy Spirit? Yeah. And I'm telling you, he hit me and I can still remember that moment. Don't point here, don't point here. It's right there. Come on, put your hand right there. Lord, Jesus, make my spirit big. Come on, make my spirit big. Make my spirit big. Make me dominate with the Holy Spirit that lives in my spirit. In Jesus' name, when we were done Friday night after this, I just can't explain all the things that happened, but I, when, when something like that happens, I always have this pain right in here, and my wife says, what, do you have, you have a stomach ache? I said, no, it's, it's, I felt my spirit just expanding and, and stuff happening, and so it, this is the spot. In Jesus' name, that food wouldn't make this expand anymore, See, yeah, I want to be big spiritually, out of my spirit. Oh, what a big deal today, huh? Fasting, not going there today, Lord, but it's important. Number three, and I want to spend the the remainder of the time on this. Brokenness, the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I'll tell you this quick story. When I was 19... I was at a job, and I prayed in the Holy Ghost for five, six hours a day. At that moment, I had a girlfriend who was not from God. I was trying to missionary date her. And um, the only other friend, I I think my wife is the only person I've ever loved in my heart, and that was God. I'm I'm an outgoing personable, and that was, that's been my life. And so at the moment, God saved me through praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm just telling you. It saved my whole life. Amen. Mor- morally, it saved me, it saved me, it saved me. Brokenness, praying in the Holy Ghost, and number three, Perseverance. So that very first quote from from, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, a faint-hearted person, say say the rest of it however you want to say it. You will not be receiving gifts if your posture is I'm tired, I'm fainting, I'm giving up. I met I, I married the greatest marathonist on the earth, and that's my wife. And it all came to fruition in our first child. She was in labor for 40 hours. We wore out this little cassette tape. We pushed it, turned it over, pushed it, turned it over, pushed it, turned it over. And, and the tape was called, huh? It was called Peace. Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever, fathomless billows of love. If you give up halfway through the battle, if you say, Lord, I'm tired, I'm not gonna do my devotions. Lord, I'm tired, I'm not gonna pray an extra 15 minutes in the Holy Spirit. Lord, I'm tired, how do you beat strongholds? How do you beat nicotine? How do you beat lies? How do you, how do you beat a pea-sized spirit? is you spend time in the Holy Ghost and your spirit will become large and big. You'll be going to the cross all the time. You'll look at Jesus, who was first a lamb. He covered his eyes, he covered his ears, he covered his mouth, and he spoke not a word, no matter what they were doing to him. And it ended up in power, majesty, might, and dominion. That was the king of kings and the Lord of lords, that's what he did for us. Hebrews 10, One and I got a, a challenge for you. Romans 10, 2 Corinthians 10, and Hebrews 10. You wanna study? Romans 10, 2 Corinthians 10, and Hebrews 10. Should I say that again? Romans 10, 2 Corinthians 10, and Hebrews 10. Dive into those three chapters. But here's Hebrews 10, first starting with 19 to 25. I think we got it up there. You don't have it. Mr. Patro, did not you download that? It's okay. Open up your Bibles if you got it. Hebrews 10. Therefore, brethren, Having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Listen to the posture of this scripture. Yeah, you can just put it up there. Yeah. And I'm sure red didn't come up there anyway. I had it highlighted and stuff. That's okay. Therefore, having boldness to enter. Having what? Boldness. Boldness. Has boldness been your name, Kaylee? Has that been your name your whole life? Or Johanna, you know, if she was there. Or people that act as though, you know, they don't have this. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's got to do with what you make a choice of what your spirit looks like. And I have to wind down here, but let me read this. It's so powerful. I'm entering boldly. By a new and living way, which is consecrated for us through the veil, that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, with full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us therefore hold fast our confession of hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider one another to stir one another to love and good works, that's my gift, not to forsake the assembling of yourself together as some do. Do not miss meetings. And all the people said. Therefore do not cast away your confidence. Do not cast away your confidence. Say it with me. Do not cast away your confidence. Abby, come on. Do not cast away your confidence because it has great reward. It has great reward. For you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Folks, this one right here. Well, you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the word. Some of this whole portion, this should go right in your bathroom, right there. Memorize this, baby. Yet for a little while, um, oh, I jumped over to 30. I'm sorry, you probably don't have what I'm reading. I jumped over to 35. I jumped over 35 on cast not away your confidence. For yet in a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. But anyone who draws back, my soul, this is God talking to us, has no pleasure in him. So let's use the picture. My soul has no pleasure in someone who is tiny in spirit. When you come to me, come boldly unto the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find help in time of need. As if you were in an emergency or in the middle of a crisis and you're, you're, you're going, I will not give up. I'm going and I'm going to take care of this. Every moment is a crisis. Today, the people are praying for our kids, praying for stuff, praying for things in our life. Oh my goodness. Let's read in the Passion, Hebrews 6 12, to finish today. So don't allow your hearts to grow dull and lose your enthusiasm. But follow the example of those who received what God has promised because their faith is strong, patient, and enduring. Follow the examples of those who are strong, patient, and enduring. Don't give up. Don't give up. If there's any word that God has spoken to me, in the midst of any storm, in the midst of anything in life, is don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. Never give up. So I'll tell you what I would love is that we would pray together up here. And, I, and uh, we'll close if you're able to come, if you can't just come and sit on the the front row here or something, would you just all come and let's pray together up here? While you're coming, there are three hindrances to your faith. Number one, hatred. Number two, fear. And number three, inferiority. Let me just say this. The next time you come to the communion table, do not. Do not take it if you have unforgiveness. Why? Because that's what it says. People are sick and die because they take the holy cup of communion and the body of the Lord. Come, come in. Just a little farther. Come on, folks. Love you. We we are family. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> come on, Tim. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you can sit down. That's all right. Just come close back, everybody touch one another (gasps) yeah and you can touch, it's okay that you don't come just uh, grab hands do something say this with me, say Heavenly Father I desire that my spirit would be big I have a giant spirit you've caused me because of brokenness I see myself as broken. I see my wounds healed by you. But I see my posture before you. Not as prideful. Not with clenched fist. Or crossed hands. I see myself as broken before you. In Jesus' name. And I ask you right now, in a new way, to baptize me in the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, like these incredible teenagers. Hallelujah. Let's do that for a few minutes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Alla basoria tananane dele massi etila ho so joy, joy unspeakable full of glory thank you Jesus I have faith because I pray in the Holy Ghost and God interprets through me all the time could you come here just a second yeah would you lay would you lay hands on her? I just, I just want to say, I just saw the Father just coming to you with a special gift of healing. From Put your hand right here. I don't even, I'm not even going to touch you. I'm just going to speak this, what I saw. Just a wave of healing just coming over you. Today, you're getting revelation and insight like you've never seen before in your life. And, and you say, well, yeah, my spirit isn't very big, and I... And I'm always thinking wrong, and my, my thoughts are always scrambled and going all over the place. And God, right now, today, I pray that those things, those words of defeat, those words that were spoken to her, that she will be a failure, that she can't do it. I pray in Jesus' name, right now. Stretch your hands this way, folks, that this moment, what's your name, by the way? Chrissy? Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Right now that there'd be a moment in her quiet time, even in the next days, that she will give you, you'll give her a revelation like never before, that she is your healed and that her spirit is big and that she has a powerful, powerful gifting in the body of Christ. I thank you for it in Jesus, Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Amen. Ooh. Don't give up. Don't give up. Let's keep going. This is another minute. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus I pray uh, in a minute that there will be two or three people that will just stay at the altar and that we can pray with you to receive your language. Watch you to look at me a minute. Stop thinking that tongues and this gift is freaky. It is literally the most precious thing. You know what's gonna happen? Look at me. You're gonna walk into heaven one day and you're gonna speak in tongues to some Chinese guy. Yeah. And, 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 and they will know what you're saying and you will know what They will know what you're saying. You will know what they're saying. Why? Because it's a heavenly language. That's what it is. From the foundation of time, the languages were cut off and divided, and everybody got divided. When we do this, we get into his kingdom. We get into faith. We get into peace. And let me tell you, nothing is done in faith unless there is peace. Think about that one. Let's do it one more time. Put your hand right here. Say, Father. You can let go of the person next to you if you want. Father, increase the size of my spirit. Increase the size of my spirit. I bind the lie that the baptism in the Holy Spirit is freaky and weird and some cult. Like this, this is just so stupid, it's, there's nothing farther from the truth. And again, you say, but my friends, they don't understand it. Exactly, I'll never forget Jimmy Large. I, I, I worked across from him at the polyard. yard. I'll, I'll never forget, I hope he's out there, hi Jimmy. Um, and, and, and I prayed in tongues for dozens of hours. And I didn't say one thing about Jesus and he didn't know that I was praying in the Holy Ghost. Anyway, after about eight months peeling posts and don't, you know, Monday and stuff at the pole yard one day he received Jesus at the right time. Why? Not because of me. It was because I was praying my spirit was large and he was going huh, oh, why are well, you so happy all the time? Huh? Can we listen to my country music? Come on. Go ahead and listen to your country music. I'll put up with it. But that's what life is. It's your spirit being big. And now the last thing. Father, put your hands up. Come on. Father, in Jesus' name. Say this. Father, in Jesus' name. I will be endurant. I will not give up. I will not give up. I will not give Fulfill the call in my life that you have given me. Fear will not win. Fear has no part of my life. I will overcome. I will eat of the good of the land. I will be the one that wins because my spirit is big. I will speak in tongues. I will have a word of knowledge. I will have a word of wisdom. I will have prophecy. I will have miracles. I will have faith. I will have the gift of knowledge. I will have understanding. It's in I mean, it was kind of a lot there. I know it was harder. But anyway, you get the point. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Go ahead, let's go. Two, three, four. God has not given a spirit of fear. The power of love is out in my, God has not given a spirit of fear. The power of love is out in my, God has not given a spirit of fear. The power, love, a sound mind. Amen. Yeah.
1: Don't go anywhere. Uh, after I'm done with announcements, you stay here and pray if God is putting it on your heart this morning. Uh, Wednesday, uh, I church family by the way. Uh, Wednesday 9 a.m. touch point uh, 6 p.m. Uh, there will be kids stuff and youth stuff. Next week, August 17th, there will be youth stuff at 6 p.m. and then not again until September 21st. Um, Let's see. Fellowship here today. Uh, Quick prayer request that came in this morning. Pastor Steve sent me a text message. Pray for Herb Bromachenko. He is wanting to fly out on his mission trip. Um, And he said, we're currently stuck at the airport. Lidocaine is needed for dental procedures For the work that he plans to be doing Lidocaine is a controlled drug in Zambia They're holding the drug And the passports of some of the team members Lord, we pray that that will be resolved And they will go forth To preach your word in Zambia In Jesus' name Lord, we need your help with that situation Breaking free Um Offerings. I've uh, got boxes at the back. You can give online. You can give by mail. I have one quick family uh, thing to take care of. If I could have John Cootley come up here. Uh, how many of you know John Cootley? Uh, he has been, thank you so much for leading us in worship today. This man is gifted. He's been working behind the scenes for almost 20 years um, as the information technology technician. Uh, His work as a volunteer has saved us, this church, lots of money, lots of last-minute headaches. His last day serving in this volunteer position was last Sunday, July 31st. He's been doing things like database backup, hardware and software updates, troubleshooting and repair, licensing, networking, the list goes on and on. Uh, If you enjoy working behind the scenes and this kind of stuff, uh, let us know. Uh, We need help. Let the deacons know, let pastor know, let John know. He has all the details ready for you to pick up where he left off. We appreciate that he will continue to be a drummer and record the Sunday services. So we want to bless you with a gift certificate to Amazon from the church for your service. Let's give him a hand. Thank you. God bless you. This is for you. Yeah, thank you. God bless you as you go. If you need to stay, please do so. Yep.
2: I just wanted to share. He's going to hold the mic.
1: <laughs> I, I know about
2: <laughs> It's only been a couple of years since I shared with the church. But um, just a long and short story is I felt activation. I won't be here for youth. Sorry, youth. But my bride of 31 years, I'm you know, going to have to share time with that because that's a shared day. So I'm going to go off with her. But the long and short story is activation. What you guys got at camp, I was at camp for two weeks. I'll tell you what, we had activation times. They blessed me. I went to pour out to them. They blessed me like never before. You youth carry something, and it's simple, and you aren't entrenched and rooted into anger or bitterness or these problems. Just pull out those weeds now so that you can just flourish and then start speaking into people's lives. So if you want an activation opportunity, is this Friday we have a fully Native American camp and it's it's designed as a horse camp. And anybody's welcome to be a volunteer. We have missionary slips back there. If you wanna be a missionary Friday afternoon, Saturday and Sunday, you will be blessed beyond comprehension and the kids will be blessed. This is a camp that's very affordable. We're gonna have a lot of kids. So we wanna give you opportunities. Talking about camp is that opportunity. Well if that doesn't work for you, then at 120 Minnesota there was 120 people that remember the address, 120 people in the upper room, and Minnesota, the state you live in, that's the address of the bridge. And that's gonna be a launch. We won't even be there, but there's gonna be a minister from Bethel that's gonna minister on healing and inner healing. And if you know somebody that's, you know, having depression or situations, bring them to that meeting because there's there's healing's gonna be on tap. That's the very first meeting at the bridge. So just like to welcome you guys to those two things.
1: So, what's the date and time of the meeting at 120 Minnesota?
2: It would be supper time, so you can come at five, six o'clock. I believe they're going to start their meeting, and then Saturday they're also going to continue on. So,
1: this coming Friday. Is-
2: yeah. So, if you can't make the horse camp, which Julie and I'll be at, and talk to us about either one of those, so we'd love to have you. So.
1: All right. Thank you. God bless you. you. We'll talk to you soon. Yes.